0: Hi, I'm Kat, marketer-turned brand storyteller. And I'm Candice, educator-turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice Clever. We're two introverts who speak on stages around the country and work with top personal brands who also unapologetically require twenty-four to forty-eight hours of recovery time on the couch in our favorite sweats. All Netflix and no chill.
1: And to be clear, we're not quiet or nice. Together, we're redefining what it means to be an introvert who means business. It's
0: time to show up and show off. Are you in? On today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we are tackling the boogeyman of burnout. And if you are an introvert in our clever crew like Candace and I, you're going to want to listen up to this episode because we not only go over signs and symptoms of pre burnout, but also actual burnout that we want to save you from. Please don't do that to yourself this year, as well as ways that Candace and I have found to offset or to be proactive or preemptive in ensuring that if we're starting to get that tickle in our throat or starting to feel those symptoms of burnout, we take a breath and pause and evaluate and adjust. So burnout is the topic of today. We're going to dive in. This is super important because we know, right? Like as introverts, our energy, I mean, time is a valuable resource. You hear people say that all the time. (laughs) No pun intended, but honestly, (laughs) I'm very protective and discerning with my energy, especially this year. And so I think this is like such a relevant topic. I'm excited. We're talking about it today.
1: And if you're listening to this in the beginning of the year and you have all of these goals that you've written down and all of these resolutions, this might be great to listen to because you want to make sure that you are still taking care of yourself um, and not you know, stretching yourself too far. So, thanks to Chat GPT, we have a list of pre burnout symptoms or things to watch out for Love it. to know if you need to check yourself and make some pivots. So, the first one is persistent tiredness, mm. irritability. Did I say that right? Yeah. Irritability. irritability. Yeah, I did. I got, got it. it. Okay. And then procrastination, forgetfulness decreased satisfaction, social withdrawal, and sleep issues. So if any of those are coming up in your world right now, it's an opportunity to take a step back and say, okay, if I'm feeling like this and this is not my normal vibe – what might I do right now to help me get back to myself and ensure that I this doesn't go any further?
0: Mm-hmm. I think I will add to this chat GPT list just from my perspective, because full transparency, I have experienced burnout. I, If you caught our earlier episodes, I spent my holiday leading into you know a new year down with the flu for three weeks. And that was tr- probably likely a sign of burnout. My body was like, Cat, you need to take a break, and I'm like, no, nope, but the work. And then, you know, we know how that went. The body always mm-hmm. wins. But I will add, like, if you're starting to feel really frustrated, like the feeling of frustration, like just you feel just like tense, and you can't like relax, like your jaws clenched, your shoulders are tight. When I notice that, like if I'm reading an email or I get a DM or like a team member reached out and I'm feeling frustration, I'm like, that's my barometer a big symptom yep. for me. I don't know. What about you, Candace? Like, does that, that resonate with you too? Yeah,
1: definitely irritability. I feel like I get annoyed and I'm like short with people. <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm feeling like I'm getting to the verge of burnout, I can only talk to a certain amount of humans every day and I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out what number of humans the magic number. that is. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> yet, but I'm working on it. But there's some people who never bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, right? You could text me at any time. I will respond to you at that moment or not, but I will get back to you.
0: Yeah. And I won't get upset. I'll just wait for your response. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Right. Like there's some people in my world that like they cause zero depletion and there's – it's a handful, right? It's five people maybe. Yeah. And then everyone else like it just drops, drains a little bit of energy out of me. Yeah. And so I – like if I'm getting irritable or if I start seeing that I'm short with people, I know that it's time for me to do something proactively so this doesn't get worse. And Mm -hmm. so I made a like little short list of things that I like to do um, in that case. So obviously like number one is have I had a vacation? Like book a vacation like a real vacation like oh, a yeah. week long vacation somewhere get out of here and like disconnect that is that's number like 1 that's like the
0: standard right like yeah that's like ideal, ideal. Mm-hmm. yes
1: yeah <laughs> now i get it we don't all have the luxury of always just you know booking a flight mm-hmm. so there are also things that i know i can do whether i'm in a hotel room for work or whether i am at home i know i can do these things i can read a book because if Mm -hmm. I'm reading, I forget about the world. I don't know anything else that's going on outside of me. I'm not worried about work or the messages that I haven't yet responded to or Mm -hmm. my team and what they're doing or not doing. I'm just in the book. Also, I love the ritual of making a beverage. And I'm not talking about an alcoholic beverage, but like, I love the ritual of making tea, like with loose leaf tea. Like I love that. love warming mm. up the water. I love just doing it. Sometimes I don't even finish the tea, but I just like the <laughs> ritual of it.
0: Well, that's because you're an entrepreneur and you know you're an entrepreneur if you have a litany of cups on your desk Oh, with various levels of liquid. Is that the Sometimes sign? they're multiple oh, days. Like, yeah. Like these? Okay. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Like if you guys okay. are Right. Yeah. My coffee cup and <laughs> there my you diet go. Pepsi. Yes, mm-hmm. of
1: course. So I love doing that. Going for a walk. I'll take sugar with me and go mm-hmm. for a long walk. Um, I'm not a taking a bath person, but I know that works for a lot of people. I get mm-hmm. bored in the bath. I don't know.
0: Me too. My version yeah. is the shower because you sh- can like oh. get quick in and out, right? Yeah. You just kind of like let it all wash off your – like like, like water that. off a duck's back, like my Ooh. grandpa used to say. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. Just – and one of my favorites is actually going to the movies and that got weird in the last couple of years. I feel like people aren't going to theaters as much as like the movies are not as great, but just yeah. being for two hours in a pitch black room and with the only thing that's going on, it, I can't be on my phone like I am if I'm watching a movie at home, right? I am just focused on the movie and literally don't know anything that's going on in the outside world. So those are kind of my like middle of the day without having to travel things that I do to. Bring myself back to level.
0: Yeah. And I agree with you. I love, like, we we didn't even realize we had this in common until we were like talking about this episode. But I also love the act and the ritual of going to the movies because I didn't even realize great call out. You can't look at your phone. Yeah. No,
1: you're not supposed to unless you're that ew person in there. Yeah. Right. You don't right. want to be and that
0: then, person. And then you just send the, the like energy hatred their way. Yeah. So that exactly. They get the vibes. Memo. Yeah. But so I, I have always loved the movies. Like I just get so engrossed in film and TV. Will knows he gets so upset because if I'll start a TV episode or TV show and he won't be able to start at the same time as me, I'll just binge that whole thing and I'll feel like those characters are my best friends. I'll just get into their minds and everything. So I've always loved going to the movies. And I was thinking back to if you guys have listened to our guest episodes, we always do the rapid fire. And at the end, we ask about Candace's airport obsession. We ask about my Marvel obsession. And The Marvel movies, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans, and let me just, now I'm thinking about them. Um, The first Iron Man came out. Let me reel this back. The first Iron Man came out in 2008, right? And if you guys have been following me in my story, like if I'm saying 2008 and you're listening to this right now, y'all are flashing back to like that year. It was a crucible. It was one for me too. I basically thought I was going to college, didn't end up going to college, had a good job, had to help my parents, like all of these things. But Iron Man came out, you know? And then that, That was like set the tone for the next 15 years of the Marvel legacy. And every single time a new Marvel movie would come out, I'd be like, I have to go. Because when you go, I'm the same way as you, Candace. I just get so into the story and I root for them and I feel like they're real people. And then like they're in my heads and they stay with me after the movie. And then I think about all the different possibilities, different endings, that that those mid-credit scenes and the end-credit scenes. And like it was just – it's such a lovely escape, you know? Yes. Totally. It's such a lovely escape that's like a lot less harmful than, you know, like hard drugs or alcohol. <laughs> like, you know, we, we stay away from that. So going to the movies, I agree with you. That's also on my list. I agree. The bath, I get so bored. I, I don't understand bath people. I respect them. I'm a shower person. People love baths. I don't and know. They do. Yeah. But – Another thing that I really love to do, again, like anytime I'm just getting frustrated and I'm I'm like running through all those imaginary scenarios in my head, a million miles an hour that like nobody around me is aware of, I try to get back into my body. So like one thing I would do actually when I was in nursing school is I would, if I was falling asleep and I had to pull an all-nighter because, you know, I love that peak performance of studying for midterms the night before, I would do body weight squats in my apartment, my Mm -hmm. little micro studio. And body weight squats, if you guys don't know, you stand with like your um, feet farther than hip width apart and you basically squat down just using your body weight, keep your knees behind your toes and it activates your whole body. It gets blood flowing. It gets your heart pumping and it pulls you out of your head. It just kind of like wakes you up. So I'll do like 50 of those. Yeah,
1: exercise should definitely be on my list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any type of exercise, physical movement, because it well, your morning Pilates. You focus. Yeah, I love right? that. Yeah, Pilates, yoga, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I-, I love, and you don't always. It doesn't always have to be a big production. I love that you right. just said in your apartment, like yes. with little room, just make it yes. happen.
0: Yeah. Or you could try to do, you know, some, a bit of yoga. Yoga, I get a little bored with too. I need more like Mm -hmm. movement than that. But like, if you do that, then maybe your animals will get involved and that will, (laughs) you know, like cat yoga, dog yoga, there's goat yoga, apparently. Um, (laughs) Just (laughs) moving your body because burnout does not feel good in your body at all.
1: You're out there building your personal brand and you also have a team relying on you. But if your people don't know how to fish for themselves, the burden of new business always falls on you. Ouch.
0: No, thanks. The opportunity we see teach your team how to generate their own business. The result, more time and energy back in your day. So you can scale sans burnout. Amplify by Not Nice, Clever is the ace up your sleeve, a hands-on workshop full of replicable frameworks and actionable strategies that your team can put in place right away. Your job? Sit back and
1: let us work our magic.
0: Even CEOs need help sometimes. We've got you. Head to our show notes to get the deets. Hashtag outsourced.
1: I also I haven't done this yet, but I feel like hmm. gardening would totally work for me. So I just watched the Netflix series called You Are What You Eat. Um, definitely watch it because it's gonna make you rethink everything that you're eating right now. Oh, Anyhow, gosh. um
0: this is an attack on my love for I know. Diet coke.
1: Oh, probably. <laughs> um just like anything basically. And I was like, Oh my gosh, after watching it, I was like, I'm growing all my own vegetables. Fuck this. I'm not gonna like, you know, let the world dictate what I put in my body. Anyways, mm-hmm. I haven't actually started a garden, y'all, but I do have basil growing on my windowsill in my kitchen, which I feel like basically makes me a gardener. I don't know if that's true or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you're essentially a
1: chef. Just don't tell Will. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Don't tell Will, but I love cooking. Anyhow, yes. um, I feel like gardening might be a thing that would make me get out of my head and just mm-hmm. into another space.
0: It's like – Doing things – I mean the movies are excluded from this list, but like moving your body, making tea, gardening. These are things that I feel like we as humans have been doing for decades, centuries, thousands of years. Like, And that's a part of our tradition. That's a part Mm. of like what has brought us here. And like it just – and they're really done slowly and intentionally.
1: Oh, cat hair pulling out the themes. I like it. There we
0: go. Yes. Well, you know, just I'm telling you that post flu clarity, I'm riding, (laughs) I'm riding that wave, but I just, I love it because like, and this goes back to the idea of like, you know, we, we recorded a prior episode about like feeling behind and it's like, you're only feeling behind because you're trying to create this false sense of urgency. And then you just like all of your body seizes up and it's like trying to get ready for a fight. And it's like, what fight? Like, you're not in trouble. You're not. Yeah. There's no saber tooth tiger chasing you. Like it's all, it's all good. Go make a pot of tea. Sometimes you have
1: to slow down to speed up. Yes. Like that's what you need to do before. Mm-hmm. And then while you're doing that sprint, if you decided that that's right for you, you still mm-hmm. need to mindfully check yourself mm-hmm. along the way and see what you need.
0: Yeah. Because we talked about like the pre-signs of burnout, you know, like maybe you're hitting snooze more so than, okay, well, I'm a snooze sleeper. So three times is normal. If it's more than three times, then I'm like, what's going on? Like, am, am I having troubles? Are there open tabs? Like, what do I need to resolve? Candice, are you a snooze sleeper? I'm the annoying person who doesn't need an alarm i do not your friends anymore. I know. I
1: know. <laughs> okay. Like, obviously, this is different. If I'm traveling, if I'm out in a new time zone, of course, I always put an alarm.
0: I was going to say, because whenever we've shared a hotel room, you, yes. you yes. always have an alarm. Right. Okay. Well,
1: so like we're on the East Coast, like obviously, that's like a total different,
0: you know. Okay. Vibe. That's true. That's fair. But that's fair. at home,
1: <laughs> I wake <laughs> up without fail, without an alarm, definitely before 7 a.m. And that's fine with me. I don't need to like, wake up earlier than that personally oh gosh no. so yeah i'm that person don't need it i just what about
0: dom is he a snooze sleeper or is he like dom you? is
1: not a snoozer but he does that he will set an alarm and as soon as he hears it he's up and out and yeah i think like that's just like his he knows he has to otherwise he can stay in bed all day but he mm-hmm. that's he's disciplined in that way where if it goes off he's He's up and out, but usually mm-hmm. I have woken him up before his alarm goes off because I'm like doing stuff and <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, getting ready, going to the gym, whatever, and he's already yep. hurt me, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I'm not – I don't know.
0: I think it's because of all of my years of teaching because I had to wake up so Honestly, early. Honestly, I was going to say that's, that's probably, probably just like what it is. in your DNA at I this think so. point. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes total sense. And so, yeah, we talked about the, the pre-burnout signs and symptoms, which were serious enough, but like the reason we're like really wanting to hammer home on this and why I feel like people discount the severity of what burnout can do to you because what most of our clients, like even introverts, like they'll, they'll watch indicators as like how much clients they're getting or how much money they're making. And if the bank account looks good, it's all good. And yet, just because you have a lot of clients, just because you're making a lot of money doesn't mean you are not also being burnt out and that you're going to hit a wall eventually or you're just like not going to enjoy all that money in the bank to use it for what you actually want or hope mm-hmm. to want, which is that vacation week long in yeah. Palio del Carmen, you know, with your friends <laughs> going there in a few months for nice. a destination wedding. Fun. But like actual burnout… It's serious y'all. It manifests physically. Like we we read thanks ChatGPT, like you can have headaches, you can have stomach issues, insomnia. Just yeah. Google like what insomnia can do to you over the long term. Like this is it's serious shit. Y'all. Something on the list that caught my attention
1: is cynicism and detachment. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, if you're going there, if you are you've become cynical, like red mm. flags, like multiple red flags on that one. Like you right? don't want to get to a place where that's how you're feeling. Because if you're exhausted, if you have zero motivation, if you're finding yourself being cynical, you are in that desperate energy. And
0: you know how we feel about that. We have extremely strong feelings. It will probably end up on merchandise at one point, but like, Desperate doesn't sell, doesn't sell anywhere ever. You've heard it before, Mm -hmm. and you'll hear, you'll continue to hear it. You will.
1: But you just don't want to let yourself be in this place. And I know that many of you have set goals for yourself and actually love goals. As a coach, we always set goals with our clients, Mm -hmm. but I also want you to set yourself stretch goals. And then goals that are also in alignment with the life that you actually want to live. So going back to what Kat's saying, like if you cannot enjoy
0: your success, then is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. Like remembering why you did it in the first place. And if you don't know the answer to that question, now, I mean, any time is a great time to ask yourself that. But most certainly around new year or a new quarter or even the beginning of a new month or even the beginning of a new week, you know, looking at your calendar, looking at your team, like just kind of almost this might be an introvert thing. at all. you have to tell me, Candice, if this is like getting woo-woo. But like I almost try to have like an out-of-body experience or an out-of-body perspective and looking at my life and how I'm operating and how I spent my time and like what my calendar looks like. And it's like, is this somebody that I would actually want to be or to be around or to be working yeah. with? Like do you do that too or is that just me?
1: I think that's, that's an exercise that is so helpful because so many people just get caught up in thinking like this is what life is like. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is you get to decide what your life is like. And that was something that I had to really look at for last year because I think I didn't take as many step backs as I needed to um, throughout the year. And I also packed my calendar in ways that didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And so although I hit my goals, I had my most successful year I've ever had, Um, and I have even bigger goals for 2024, the way that I'm going to get there is going to be different than it was last year because I did take that step back and say like, is this the life that I want to live? And no, I want more space in my life. I don't want to be in – Seven hours of meetings every single day, right, and Ugh, then do yeah. my own work when I'm done. like that is not right. what I want my life to be like, but I'm grateful because it, it got me to this amazing place. like our podcast is doing great, like so many amazing things have happened, yeah, but I also know that there's better ways and I can learn from other people who have been through this before, and I think that's really key too is learning from people who are a few steps ahead of you if you are not yet at the place where you want your calendar to be or how you want your life to look. like Who can you get mentored by? Who can coach you? Who can help you to set up better systems for yourself? So you're not just a slave to your calendar. You're not a victim to how your business is running and you're actually in control of that thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking that it's like, oh my gosh, Kat and Candice, you want me to reach out to people that I don't know that are so much more qualified and experienced? They could be like, how do I even start that conversation? I'm not even worth like because I've I've felt like that where I see people online and I'm like I would love to have the opportunity to talk to them and learn from them, but it's like how do I? Oh, here's a great question: How do you ask for help when you are like if 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 somebody listening to this episode is identifying with these symptoms and we don't want you to continue struggling with them? what would you recommend how could they ask for help to get out of that situation
1: i mean like super simple ways is just literally asking friends asking people but people who are in the place that you want to be and if you're saying well i don't have any friends who are in the place i want to be a uh, red flag go listen to our episode about surrounding yourself with the right people and being in the right rooms Because that's really, really key and important. And I feel like if you don't have a friend who is at the level of business that you want to be at that you can easily ask without it feeling weird, like that's a Mm -hmm. problem. Like I have 10, 20 friends who I could reach out to who wouldn't think Mm -hmm. that's weird, who are doing better than me, but they're my friend, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's where I would really go back and analyze what's going on in your life. Are you putting yourself in the right rooms? Are you putting yourself in the right circles? Because if there's no one you can ask, yeah. ooh, that's that's hard, you know? That's yeah. tough. It's funny because this makes me think of a conversation I recently had with Dom. And Dom asked me, how do you deal with people who are jealous of your life? And I thought about that. And I, I remember times mm. in my life where I dealt with that regularly. I remember times in my life where people – were jealous. And I was like, this felt so good to me. So I'm I'm excited yeah. to share this right now. But I I was like, no one in my life is jealous of me. All of the people that I have surrounded myself with who I actually yeah. talk to are excited for me, are helpful to me, are supportive of me, are rooting mm-hmm. me on. And I don't hear it. If it if it's happening, it's not happening actually in mm-hmm. my ear or yeah. right. And that I think is indicative of the community and network that I've mm-hmm. built. And so if you're in a place right now where people are jealous of you and it's obvious and you're feeling that, I think
0: that's an indicator to move mm-hmm. forward. Because the one of the other symptoms on like actual burnout, the one that probably as an introvert scares me the most is just feeling isolated and feeling alone and mm. feeling cut off and – Y'all, I know there's so many misconceptions about us introverts that they're like, oh, they don't like being around people or people drain mm-hmm. them or people are exhausting mm-hmm. by them. And it's like the right people know or in moderation or if we prep properly or if we're just like very intentional, like we're good. We love people. It's not that we hate people. But my one of my worst fears is to feel like I'm alone and that nobody understands me and nobody sees me, nobody hears me. Nobody just like offers to be like, hey, Kat, like, do you need to book a massage? I'm like, I absolutely do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Make my Taurus moon happy. But it goes back to what you were saying, Candace, of like community can be an antidote to the isolation, mm-hmm. the self-imposed, by the way, because nobody is doing this to you. You're doing it to yourself. Yeah. Maybe that's a little bit of like the not nice, clever love that you need to hear. We've we've yep. talked through and shared our our stories and experiences and how we deal with it, but also like. You have the ability to change it. So you have the responsibility to change it. And like mm-hmm. we're here recording this for you guys as – for us as as much too. And it's like reach out to us if we're the only people that you follow or that are in your network that are maybe like this, you know, that aren't jealous, that are like willing to hype yep. you on and cheer you on because that's just – our default setting, you know, we want to see everyone succeed. Yeah,
1: I think it's also important to have like your couch friends, and your couch <laughs> friends are those people who you like. You don't have to, you don't have to clean the house, and you don't oh, yeah. even have to have to you, talk. You don't
0: karate chop the pillow, like you just
1: no. You you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like they can come over, or you can go over, and you can just sit on the couch. And maybe you're just sitting on the couch on your phone, or maybe you're sitting on the couch and there's friends playing in the background, mm-hmm. or maybe like you don't even have to talk, but they're like you're in the same space. And you're feeling like you're recharging. You need friends like that. So if you don't have a couch friend, get a couch friend or two. You know, low maintenance friends who mm. just are you know safe and secure, no judgment. Low maintenance friends
0: with sky high standards. That's mm. okay. Add merchandise, that to the right? List okay. merch. Yeah. yeah totally. Right. It's on the list, manifested. <laughs> All right. I think we've I think we've done enough today. Have you? Yes. We've we've conquered the world. We've we've saved our clever crew from burnout. You're welcome. Please, yes, if you are experiencing even a little bit of what we shared, don't keep sitting in it. It's mm-hmm. not helpful. It's not going to get you what you want. And also like you are entirely in control of changing it. De- Ready is a decision. One of my favorite phrases that Candace introduced me to. <laughs> Ready is a motherfucking decision. So drop that burnout. You got this. I got you.
1: Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever.
0: Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And if you found today's episode valuable, please share it with your friends. No gatekeeping here. Remember,
1: we love to see our Clever crew grow signing off. You're not so nice, but oh so clever besties that mean business. See you soon.